What's going on, everyone? Thanks for checking out the second episode of First and Sim. I'm your host, Lucid Dreams, and today I'm bringing you my thoughts on the first 14 weeks of the season, the Manchester Lookout recap, and the Hades Creek Flax recap. Hope you enjoy. We start off today with the Manchester Lookout recap. Manchester comes in at 13-0. They have 586 points for. That's the most of any team in the league. Along with that, they've only given up 113 points against. That's the least of any team in the league. Leading the way for the Lookout, we have Carswell II. He has a league-leading 63.6 completion percentage and the second most passing yards in the league with 3,074. He has the league-leading 42 touchdowns and 7 interceptions and the league-leading quarterback rating of 124.4. Along with Carswell, Manchester presents two rushers who've gone over 1,000 yards, with Guy and Empire II. Guy's 213 attempts, 1,688 yards, and 14 touchdowns, and Empire with 210 attempts, 1,419 yards, and 19 touchdowns. And capping off Manchester's offense, we have Colt with 55 receptions, 1,143 yards, and a league-leading 16 touchdowns, and Empire with 45 receptions, 962 yards, and 10 touchdowns. It's clear to see how this offense can not only score in bunches, but become overwhelming very easily. And it's not the only part of this team that can become overwhelming. On defense, linebacker Shute has a second-most tackles with 103, seven tackles for a loss, two sacks, one interception, three pass deflections, and linebacker Tagaloa has 88 tackles, two tackles for a loss, one forced fumble, two sacks, and two pass deflections. The interception leader, Heisman winner, with six interceptions, 59 tackles, one tackle for a loss, and 21 pass deflections. And while my player, Kane Marco, has not really contributed to this run, I'm sitting currently with 13 attempts, 34 rushing yards, 16 receptions, 92 yards, and a touchdown and 17 pancakes with no sacks allowed. So doing my job on the line as far as a fullback goes, but definitely looking forward to feeding Kane next season. Um, I guess that's part of the plus and minuses of signing to a stacked team like Manchester. Um, I guess I'd call that really the only minus. Um, not being able to come in immediately and make a difference. I know that uh, next season the plan is to definitely get more involved in the offense. So looking forward to seeing that. Um, as far as the pluses go, I guess uh, signing there, you know you're coming to a team that's stacked and ready to win. Um, signing with Flex, who was big part of the reason why I joined in this league. And uh, like I said, you know you're coming into a championship contender. So I guess that would be the bonus of signing there. Thanks for checking out the second episode of First in Sim EFL Edition. I cannot believe that we are already on week 14 today. I can't believe how fast this season has gone by. Seems like it was just a couple days ago that I was creating my player. 
But here we are. Week 14 is currently being presented. And we are two weeks away from ending this season. So that being said, I've definitely uh, been loving this league. It's hooked me in. Um, I'm also now officially employed. Um, I accepted a job as the updater, and I also applied for the position as the assistant AD. So keeping our fingers crossed on that. Um, Just like in the ISFL, I found myself diving into this league headfirst. And I can't, uh, can't wait to see what comes. I've said it before, I think the concept of this league with the college aspect and then getting drafted into the pros... Um, is great. I think the um, front office or I guess league management has done a great job um, with what has been created here. So going forward with my PT podcasts, um, I know some of you recognize uh, me from the ISFL, but I want to add interviews to the show in the same way that I do over there. Um, If you don't know me from the ISFL and you're wondering what I'm talking about, Go ahead and send me a DM on the forum or message me on Discord and I will send you a link um, to my show's uh, Spotify or um, Anchor channels and you can check it out for yourself. Um, And if you're interested in being featured on an episode um, with me where we will basically do an interview with your player, talk about you as a user, um, and just kind of dive a little deeper into you and myself as users and players. Um, contact me. Let's get these going. Let's uh, see what we can do. I'd say another thing that I've been really surprised with so far through the couple weeks of this season is the overlap that I've seen between the users here. Um, the more involved I get, the deeper I dive into the league, the more I'm starting to see um, users whose names I recognize from the ISFL or people that I've actually interacted with directly in the ISFL. Um, So I think that's cool. Like I've always mentioned that I think the communities in these leagues are what drives them or what makes the experience, um, I guess, I don't want to say addicting, but what keeps people around. Um, you know, you can build the friendships with people who I guess you don't necessarily know aside from just the interactions online. Um, but the communities are always open, willing to help, um, willing to do what they can to keep users involved. And I just, I can't talk about enough how much I've found these, um, communities to be great through all the leagues that I've checked out. So, so far the EFL has been, uh, more of the same and everybody and the main chat has been great so far. And wrapping up tonight, we have the Hades Creek Phalanx recap. Hades Creek comes in at seven and six, four and three at home and three and three on the road. Um, obviously a lot of room for improvement, uh, but quarter packing Hades Creek, we have Maxon with 1,765 yards and five touchdowns and seven interceptions and 55 rushing attempts for 469 yards and seven touchdowns. 
Obviously not the touchdown to interception ratio that you want from your quarterback. Um, and room for improvement on the passing yardage as well, as he's sitting currently under 2,000 yards after 13 weeks of the season. Um, but you like the dual threat aspect being brought to the game, and you like the potential for what could possibly come. So rushing the football this season for Hades Creek, um, they've taken the running back by committee approach with three running backs that have all gone over 500 yards. Leading the way is Hills with 199 attempts, 1,012 yards, and 14 touchdowns. The filler with 104 attempts, 653 yards, and five touchdowns, as well as being the team's number two receiver so far this season with 45 receptions and 479 yards. And Saldana with 109 attempts, 567 yards, and two touchdowns. Making the most out of his limited opportunities, Harris, with only 38 receptions, has 568 yards and three touchdowns. And on defense, our leading tackler is cornerback Sky with 81 tackles, two forced fumbles, and one pass deflection. Mac Jr. is leading the way among actives on this team with sacks, uh, bringing in four sacks. And so far in my freshman season, Woods Charlson has 25 tackles, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, one sack, one interception, and four pass deflections. This team's kind of been up and down. They have the ability to play with the best of them, and unfortunately, they've been on the wrong end of games that we should have or could have won, uh, but you never know with the Sim. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what I can really do here and developing my player into that star corner um, that it's better to just try to avoid at all costs if you're the opposing quarterback. So really looking forward to the sophomore and junior years and seeing what happens after I get some more TPE flowing into this player. That's it, guys. That's the show. Thanks for hanging out with me. And as always, I appreciate anyone who's taken the time to listen. If you have an interest in being interviewed on the first and sim, Reach out to me through a DM on the forum site or through Discord. If you enjoyed the show, rate, follow, review, and join our world.